This is Ryan watching the movie where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Gun balls in the lobby yard. Watching the Grubbian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. This is episode number 266. My name's Adam Patterson. We're joined today by Kevin Rakestraw. How are you, Kevin? Pretty good. We're also joined by Ryan Holes. How are you? Uh, what movie did we have you watch this week? Batteries Not Included. Batteries Not Included from 1987. Picked this in honor of National Battery Day coming up February 18th. Oh, don't, 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 don't get, let's not get ahead of ourselves. We'll, we'll get into How do you think? <laughs> we'll, we'll get into all of it. And there's a, there's a lengthy listing here for National Battery Day. So, so get, get ready for that. So this is uh, Batteries Not Included, written, uh, it's directed by Matthew Robbins. I have a synopsis here. Apartment block tenants seek the aid of alien mechanical life forms to save their building from demolition. Ryan, tell us a little bit about Batteries Not Included, please. Well, there's well for a building, and what I'm guessing is New York City. Because of birds, awful accents. Um, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Man, yeah, NYC burn right off the bat. No one's person heard this awful, awful New York City style accents. <laughs> All right. Like you're trying way too hard. <laughs> Your accent makes it sound like you're trying too hard, but then you really like when uh, uh, I know I know I'm, I'm not saying it. it's a lovely accent. Is Don't it, get me wrong. But it, is it? Is this more so just a bunch of non-New Yorkers just doing really thick that, New York that's accents? What, oh. That's what I'm getting at. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Okay, so um, they live in this apartment building, and for for some reason, the entire block around them is demolished, but their building is less. So, even a few people in the building, these are all a couple. And uh, the mom, the woman, she's uh, on medication for being insane. <laughs> yeah, she's insane. <laughs> the guy's normal. <laughs> uh, there's a doctor who barely talks at all. I'm guessing from being pounded in the face, uh, there's a pregnant woman whose boyfriend leaves her at the beginning of the movie, and there's an artist who apparently won't paint his girlfriend naked. 
and Judas wants to leave him. What? That's what she is. Why don't you walk out his? You didn't even try to paint me naked. <laughs> As she's leaving. So, Avanna's building. And the guy wants to demolish everything. He hires, like, a second-hand man to come in. And <laughs> a second-hand man. <laughs> Hold on, what? What's a secondhand man? <laughs> like not, a handyman? Uh, no, like a secondhand tough guy. Is this a term that I just never heard of before? Is this a common? <laughs> is this like a common like colloquialism? I'm looking up. I'm googling right now. Secondhand <laughs> tough guy. Look secondhand up. man. Look up specifically secondhand man. Not the main tough guy. The guy he hires. He's like the mini boss. And the standard tough guy. Secondhand man. <laughs> I don't know why that is so funny to me. All you get is uh, a song from Lomax. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Lomax, secondhand man from his album Life, Life's Lessons. I'm sorry, go on. <laughs> you hired a secondhand man. Yeah, this guy. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just accidentally scrolled down, and of course, there's an urban dictionary for secondhand man. Oh, and uh, just a heads up, it's using your other hand to masturbate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is not what it meant. <laughs> oh, God. So, anyway, how's this guy? To best by the people out. And they refuse. So, here's a little gay show, friends. You go into their building and demolish everything with a baseball bat. And if he was, they would happen. And overnight, these two little alien spaceships come down. And they end up faking everything. All the smash glass and whatnot. And the next everyone's like, how do you fix what's happening? And they eventually run into these two little aliens who are now living on their rooftop. And the female alien Turns out to be pregnant, and she gives birth to three little alien babies, one of which is stillborn. (laughs) (laughs) 
Corpse electroshock therapy and brings it back to life. Now, they feed off electricity. Okay, yeah, that was going to be the next thing I say. I remember watching this movie as a child, like on the Disney Channel or one of those other channels, and they're they're like little robots, right? They're like little floating metal robot looking things. They look like flying saucers, but little. Okay. I'm not sure how they can give birth in that case because they they seem to be very clearly robots. But you were correct. <laughs> also, do not understand that about this box. Yeah, bring the original life, and it's gonna it's a new mother. So anyway, the 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 second bad guy. Comes back with an axe and ends up hitting one of the little alien robots and it eventually dies. And mother working on all the people in the apartment working on it and bring it back to life. And after they bring it back to life, and he goes into the city to look for its spouse. And leaves the, the kids and the old lady behind. And <coughs> it's a, when it leaves the old lady behind, the second man goes back to the building to... Burn it down. Well, there's a, there's like a third hand man. <laughs> he is burned down. A third hand and man, uh oh. The second hand man, he is angry because the old woman's left inside. And she thinks he's her. Kid that died throughout the movie. She used to call her kid. And he goes up to her. And they get out of the building. He pretends to be a kid. Does he? That's why with car. And of course you would listen. And everything catches on fire. And he somehow grabs her, puts her over his shoulder, and climbs down the first gear belt on. At this point, the entire building is burned down. And the next scene is them in a hospital. And the cop, a cop comes and gets them. And they go back to the house, 
those burn down. And they find out, they see the aliens have restored everything in their entire neighborhood. So now everything, their entire world is good again. <laughs> and everyone lives a play Oh, thank goodness. All right. So what did you think of uh, Batteries Not Included? All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Not Marco, but the but it wasn't terrible. Right. Um, oh goodness. Have you seen this? Uh, was this one that you saw as a kid? No. Maybe I'm the only one. Kevin, have you seen this movie? Yeah. No, I never even heard of this. Oh when really? You, when you brought it up, yeah. Interesting. I thought this was like one of those like short circuit. Like one of those movies that you just, those kind of 80s family movies. But it sounds like it's not really a family movie at all. You have like stillborn babies and people getting electroshock and houses burning down and old women uh, being, I, I guess it's an attempted murder on this woman. The message is all about good karma. If you have good karma, good things will happen. Apparently, what happens? Oh, what happens to the bad guys? Their plans get fooled, and the thing gets fired from the bad guys. What specifically happens to the second hand man? He is fired. Oh. Mm. Mm. Karma is a bitch. (laughs) It'll get you. This is, uh, this was, uh, was this an Amblin movie? This might be an Amblin movie. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, I think this was a Spielberg-produced movie. I seem to remember liking it as a kid. I remember almost nothing about it except what the little robot creatures looked like. What did you think? What did you think of these little tiny little UFO aliens? I was really confused with how they were born. <laughs> because my gadget, their machine. And the the mom when she was pregnant. The state a shitload of, uh, like, metal. Yeah. And, like, twist in it. So she just kind of, like, spits out these little, even smaller, even smaller, like, little UFO things. Yes. Which is odd to think, then, that... Like they grow in size, so yeah, they like exactly. grow up. So how does the metal grow? That that was Did gonna be my next. I, that was question. my question. I'm also confused how they grow. Or is this some sort of like, um, like a snail type situation where it like it sheds its shell? That's that's what I'm thinking. And it gets a new. So is I wonder if the if the at the core of these little UFO things. There's there's something else, maybe there's, not metallic. Yeah, there's something organic inside, and then as they grow, they they shed, 
their outer shell. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a bigger there's a bigger yeah. shell underneath. Towards the end of the movie, they all go back to their home planet. So and so so they so they come down they come down to Earth, they save they rebuild an apartment building in New York, and then they leave. <laughs> because one of them dies for that. It's it one what what. Die But I thought you said yeah, they brought yeah, him back to life. Uh, Did, you said they brought they brought the yeah, fire axe one back to life. They they brought it back to life. It went back to their home planet too. It get well again and eat metal. <laughs> well, you can't. Eat, well, they can't eat metal on Earth. So they eat metal. They don't eat metal. You don't see them eat it, but it's there. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just like you're just? This is all you. You just created this yourself. That they eat metal. Like, is there metal just there, and you just? In one scene, there's a passing in, and they're cutting it into pieces, and they lower their uh, little, you know, uh, the thing that drops down into a conveyor belt on a, a spaceship. And people go up and do it. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think I'm following you. And the Pepsi can is on there. So I'm assuming they eat it. Yeah, it sounds like they, they consume the Pepsi can. That'd be odd, though, with them being made of metal to consume metal. I wonder Ooh. if that's how they, I wonder if that's how they, they grow. They consume yeah. it and then it becomes anyway. part of their body. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Or well, the type of metal they're eating is there. not the same type of metal that they are. Like they're eating aluminum cans. Maybe they're made of some sort of crazy alien alloy that we don't even know That's about. That's true. That's true. Could when be. they Could come be. back from their home planet, there's all kinds of different ones, and some of them are really tiny. And some of them are big, so I don't know if they grow or what. I wouldn't be surprised if they went back to their home planet and then came back and killed all of us because we are chopping them with fire axes. And it sounds like we uh, they they came into a pretty bad situation. That was just a second hand man. Fuck that guy. <laughs> The rest of you is the recording. Secondhand man. I just, I'm, I'm just kind of bummed that these little, <clears throat> these little UFO alien things that they're, like their entire experience of Earth is just one apartment building in New York City. I know, right? It's like just, it's just it, it's so disappointing. I mean, there's so much more to Earth. Yeah. I don't, and they never explain why they go to that particular building in there. Hmm. Hmm. 
Uh, let's talk about the director, Matthew Robbins. He ha- he doesn't have a whole lot of directing credits. He did... The last movie he did was Bingo in 1991. I don't know if you guys remember Bingo, because I know I sure as hell do. I was a big fan of uh, Bingo. I, don't, I have no idea what Bingo is. A runaway circus dog befriends a young boy who has trouble fitting in with his friends. Oh, damn, that sounds awesome. I'm thinking about what's the other dog? Beethoven. Beethoven? Damn, yeah. he's wearing shades? Oh, Bingo's yeah. He's wearing shades? Bingo's oh. a cool dog. Shit. This movie looks great. I remember liking it as a kid. Well, it's starring the coolest circus pup in town. Bingo. He also did The Legend of Billie Jean in 1985. What's that about? Oh, man, I don't know what this is about, but just judging by the cover, I gotta see it. A Texas teenager cuts her hair short and becomes an outlaw martyr with her brother and friends. Damn. Starring Helen Slater and Christian Slater. Yes. What? I've always remember seeing this cover. Well, this is going on my watch list for sure. He did Dragon Slayer. This was a movie that I attempted to watch not not too long ago. But I, I, I never finished it. A young uh, wizarding apprentice is sent to kill a dragon, which has been devouring girls from a nearby kingdom. Uh, I I was not into like the the look of this one. It looked really shitty to me. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't couldn't get into it. That's pretty much it. He did an episode of Amazing Stories. I heard that they're bringing Amazing Stories back. I don't know if there's any truth to that. Hmm. But. I, I did I, read that this movie was supposed to be a part of Amazing Stories. Yeah, that makes sense. That that makes sense. Holy crap, I loved Amazing Stories. This guy wrote Crimson Peak. Yeah, uh, that was going to be the next thing I said. I, <laughs> I mentioned the fact that he has continued to to write, and he did do Crimson Peak and a bunch of other movies. He also wrote uh, a bingo long travel on All Stars and Motor Kings, which is a which is a pretty great movie. It's a great hmm. baseball movie. Got Billy D. Williams, James Earl Jones, Richard Pryor. Interesting. Looks like he's done some Bollywood stuff too. This guy's just doing anything and everything. Ryan, any other thoughts about batteries not included? Boring. Boring. There we go. Wow. All right. Let's give you a drum roll for this. What do you give? Batteries not included. That is a six out of ten. <laughs> this is such a lackadaisical six. I know. It was good, but it was boring. Good it's but boring. Not your cup of tea. Yeah, I understand that. Speaking of boring, let's talk about National Battery Day. <laughs> Battery's important. Strap in, because this one, this one's a, this one's a long one. Get a charge out of National Battery Day, observed each year on February 18th. This is a day to appreciate the convenience batteries provide in our everyday lives. Today, we would be hard pressed to find someone in the United States who doesn't derive a benefit from a battery. 
Even those who live off the grid have battery-operated devices such as a flashlight, radio, or watch. A battery is used to charge chemical to, to change chemical energy into electricity by bringing the different chemicals together in a certain order. When correctly ordered, the electrons will travel from one chemical to another, creating an electrical current. Uh, I'm going to skip because it talks about the history of national of of the battery. We don't need that. Uh, let's see. The first battery was uh. It operated a watch, and it was produced in 1957. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I, I misread that. The first battery-operated watch was produced in 1957 by the Hamilton Watch Company. But little... Uh, Lancaster. Little, yeah, little little watch factoid, little watch trivia for you, Kevin. Uh, today, batteries are available for countless purposes. In our modern age, portable electricity isn't something we think about every day because it's so easily accessible blah 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 batteries are the shit how do, <laughs> how do we observe can i take a guess uh, i think you can take a guess and i can tell you right now you're probably going to be right <laughs> do i take a picture of me enjoying and or using batteries and hashtagging it National Battery Day. Yeah, part of it, right. So they do want you to use the hashtag National Battery Day on social media. Okay. Uh, and then to celebrate, just check your smoke alarms. Check your smoke alarm batteries. <laughs> I'm feeling that my National Smoke Alarm Day. <laughs> yeah, it says to celebrate That's National right. Battery Day, it's a good idea to check all your smoke alarm batteries. That's very specific. <laughs> That's what it says. Wow. So there, there's that. Okay. That's interesting. And I feel like so many of these have this, this following thing, which is our research has failed to find the origin and creator of National Battery Day. A yeah, lot of these that like, we cover, they're like, we don't know where it came from. Like, we don't know how long this has been observed. Does that mean I could be like, oh, I cranked that? I never told they was. Yeah, you, should, you should. I you mean, should. we should just start doing that. Yeah, we started it for the purposes of the show. Started. But it also, it's also like it's. I don't understand how that can be possible. It's not like National Battery Day like came about in like 1834, and we right. just we don't have records of it. And with, man, we've just been celebrate national battery day for decades right like it, it had to be created like 15 years ago at most yeah someone's got to know I, I feel like the national day thing is really just i mean it's probably since the internet that it's become a thing yeah there's just one person in some small town in the midwest and that's all he does <clears throat> he's I've, just on the internet. He's just pumping them out. It's he just you, he he just uses a National. word generator, <laughs> and he hits generate, and then whatever word it is, he's like, "All right, okay, so it's National Spaceship Day. Let's go ahead and make that uh, March thirteenth. It's exactly That's what he does. How do you even not know who created National Battery Day? I don't know. I a mean, lot, we, a lot of them <clears> that we talk about they 
seem to be a mystery. The, the, the lost origin of National Battery Day. I'll tell you right now, it was the battery lobby. Duracell? And they was just, it Duracell? They just, that, yeah, they just don't want you to know about it. Those turds. <laughs> oh, God. All right, I think that's going to do it for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can send us your questions and topics to podcast at filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulsekevin, and at my legs don't work. And if you have a minute, take a look at our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash filmpulse. Consider helping us out by becoming a subscriber. For Kevin Rakestraw and Ryan Holes, my name's Adam Patterson. We will see you next week. See you later.